Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Monday and Happy New Year. Do you guys have your goals set for 2019? I know one of mine is going to be working on getting procrastination out of my life. It is late on a Sunday night, and I'm just getting into this intro. Could be sleeping right now, but I waited, and now we're here. Get those goals set, and let's start off 2019 on a good note. On today's episode, we find out what sacrifices each of us are making trying to become an entrepreneur and why we are okay with making those sacrifices. Next, we talk about how you know you've made it in entrepreneurship and life. And finally, we look at where we currently stand in life and if we feel we are making the impact in the world that we feel is good for us. Be sure to like, subscribe, everything I've mentioned before, follow us, Let's get that going. Let's have a good year. What's up, everybody? We're back at Pocket Thoughts, and it is this week's episode. Boom, boom, you already got the intro from the one and only Brandon Wilson, and we're going to hop right into this beautiful podcast. Brandon, because we skipped your question last week, would you like to start with your question of the week? Yeah, sure would. My question is, what sacrifices are you making becoming an entrepreneur, and why are you okay with making those sacrifices? Bobby, let's start with you, big boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Sacrifices. Number one, biggest sacrifice I'm currently making as an entrepreneur, I think, is definitely the money. I think a big problem with entrepreneurship or people that go into entrepreneurship today, they think they're going to make a boatload of money, and that's just not true. At the moment, I'll just give honest answers because people can maybe take something from it. Like, I mean, I'm saying I'm not going to hold back. I won't hold back. Like, the, big, the biggest sacrifice I feel right now is over the last couple of years, I've gotten a couple different job opportunities, and they've been dollar amounts, like, in the $300,000 range. And that's really tough for me to say no to constantly when I'm making, like, nothing off of my startup. Only because I'm not necessarily in it for the money, but you have to sacrifice a lot more than just the money because without the money, you also sacrifice trips, buying new cars, buying a house, buying things that you just kind of expect to buy when you're married. And everyone out there, I am married. So, oh, oh yeah, good Might for me. Well stop listening now. He's unavailable. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I know. I know. Anyways, so that's one big sacrifice. The second big thing is time. Basically, I'm currently working, I would say, 90 to 110 hour weeks. So that's on average 15 to 18 to 19 hours a day. And that's a lot of time you sacrifice. Those are a lot of memories that you're sacrificing. And ultimately, you really become uncomfortable. I think anyone out there that starts to work that many hours, and you guys can relate to this, it's really hard to roll out of bed in the morning on hour number 100 it's just tough you don't want to keep working and when you work hours like that you have to give up 
family time. You have to give up time with friends. You have to give up going to the bar. You have to give up hanging out, doing different events. But you're giving it up because you love something enough and you have a burning passion for it. So I, I'd say it's totally worth it. Everything I give up is totally worth it in the end because I actually think every day that I give something up, it actually feels like it's a part of the journey. And it actually gets me more motivated every single time I have to sacrifice something to create something out of that sacrifice, if that makes sense. So those are my sacrifices. Brady, what are yours? You took mine. Not the money, but the time. That's a big one for me. I'm definitely feeling the squeeze right now um, being out in D.C. I think everything that you just said is very true. Because he was honest. He was honest. <laughs> this <very> time. Honest. <laughs> very honest. But I, I think that's a, a very true statement, and I think it's something that needs to be looked at realistically if you're going to pursue anything in life, not just entrepreneurship, is that there's going to be sacrifices that come with that, and it's what you prioritize in life. But it's also what you touched on at the end. It's about giving up what you some of the things now for hopefully creating something bigger and more impactful down the road, right? That's definitely what I'm feeling now, too. Had a lot of nights. I mean, even Friday, Saturday nights out here, I'm being like my first year out here. There's a lot of stuff going on, like seeing new things, and you got to choose what really matters. And I think there's there's value in what we're doing and, and the work that we're putting in, in this and in other parts of my, my life. So time has been the big one for me that I've definitely felt it, but don't don't regret it by any means in any part of it because I, I'm willingly making the choice and love what I'm doing. So time's the big one for me. For me, it's, I mean, it's similar. It's time, which flows into less sleep, which flows into less of a social life. And those are all sacrifices that I'm okay with. One sacrifice that I'm not okay with that I've made because of entrepreneurship or just working in general is time with family. And I think that needs to be um, something that needs to be reprioritized in my life. I know that I've given up family time on the weekends or at weeknights, whatever it may be, because of me working more than, I don't know, I shouldn't say more than I should be, but just because I'm working a lot and that kind of sucks. More I, than you could be. What? More than you could be. Like more than you could be working. Like it's not more than you should be. It's just, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, I give up sleep. I give up a social life and that all kind of comes back to the common denominator of time, right? But the one thing that I'm not okay with is that family time. That's really important to me and something that needs to be reprioritized in my life. Yeah, I think time, obviously, that's the same with me, like all you guys said, but kind of goes back to what I was saying in a previous podcast that we did where I kind of thought, you know, what else would I be doing right now if I wasn't doing this? I would just be sitting on the couch, not doing anything. I'd watch Netflix. I'd play video games or whatever. So I think that I'm actually doing something that I enjoy and taking the time to do it and learning new things. So I think that time sacrifice is beneficial for me because other than that, I don't know what I'd be doing. I think it just kind of goes with when I was working with Bobby this week, like even though it was for a short amount of time, I actually did get a lot done and I was tired. But that's just because I wasn't used to actually working. Hard, hard, <laughs> just cut it off there. <laughs> but I mean, Bobby will give me crap for that because I worked like a four-hour day and then like a five-hour day, and Bobby stayed till like two a.m. So 
yeah, it's just mainly time. Can I bring up this concept of family quick? Because Brady and I were actually just talking about this. And I'm sorry to my parents and wife and brother and sister if they ever listen to this. But I actually think family is one of the things that holds me back. I love my family to death. And you guys know that they are the most important thing to me. And I think there are a lot of opportunities I could move forward with. But I don't because of family. And I think about college, for example. You guys know what I did in college. I got my own place. I'd sit there from 6 in the morning to 2 at night every single day. And I didn't hang out with friends. And the one day, the one day that I would basically hang out with anyone, I'd go home and hang out with the family. And I've had opportunities to fly places, spend extra time in Silicon Valley, spend extra time in other locations. And I think it'd be really good for my career. But I've ultimately said no every time because I can't imagine leaving my family for that amount of time. And that's why I want to bring it up because Brady and I were talking. I was like, gosh, it must be kind of nice being in D.C. and just being like, I have no choice. I can't see the family. Like I have made that jump for my career and this is where I'm at for two years. And Brady brought up a couple of good points. And I don't know if you remember them, Brady, but I wasn't sure if you could possibly hit on them because... I, I have a really hard time with that, and I'd like to hear what Joey has to say about that based on his new focus on family, in a sense. I am very much uh, in the same boat, family-oriented, and I'm in the same picture of if I have a choice a lot of times when I'm working, it'll come down to, or when I have that free time, I'll be spending it with family, or if I have the option to, I'll be spending it with family if I'm back home. And when I came out here, I don't. it's not that I don't want to do that because I do, it's that I don't have the option to. So. Now I know for the next, whatever it is, 18 months or two years, however long I'm here, that that period of time, I can spend every second of what I'm doing and just pile it into whatever I'm passionate about, whether that's work, whether that's this, whether that's volunteer opportunities. And I don't really have the, I hesitate in calling it a roadblock or a hurdle, but <laughs> my family on the, on the backside of it, just mentally, because I, I love spending time with them. And I know if I was at home, that's what I would be doing. I would be spending that extra time on Saturdays and on Sundays and on weekdays, I'd be spending it with them. But now I, I can use the time that I had downtime before where I was in the car driving around. Now that time I can use talking to my family on the phone and getting the most out of those minutes and those hours that I really was doing nothing with before. But it has definitely given me a little bit more bandwidth to do what I want. And it, I know that it's only going to be for a short period of time because at some point I'm, I'm going to be back with them back at home. But for now, it just gives me the bandwidth to kind of, kind of focus on everything that I want to do. And I've never had that in my life. And I think, I guess everybody's been back at home for here, has been back at home their whole life. So it's a, it's a definitely a different perspective, a different take, a different feel. And sorry, I'm going to hop in before you say something, Joey, off of that. I'm sorry. It's just something that Brady brought up. I definitely think, I think families can be a huge hurdle. Like, I think they can be a huge roadblock. Like, all of us grew up with families that were very supportive and actually helped our business mindsets and encouraged us to keep pushing harder and harder. But... For anyone listening, if they have a family that holds them back at all, I can't even imagine. Like if I had parents that said, don't be an entrepreneur, like you're never going to make it, like you need to get a normal job, that would seriously affect me, like big time. 
because I care so much about their opinion. Like even now, if I don't come over for two hours a week, I'm just sitting there like, oh, such crap, son. You know, like I'm devastated. So I can't even imagine if you're out there and your family isn't pulling for you and you have to deal with that. I, I'm really sorry. I don't even know what you do about that. I don't know if you just like move away. You just try to make it on your own and just ignore your family because I don't know what the right option is there. But I think we all really lucked out. Yet yeah, we still feel like sometimes it can be a little roadblock. I don't know if I'll say this correctly, but I'll try to get my, my thoughts into words here. I agree. I think obviously, definitely you can be more efficient without your family around. It's, I'm not going to argue with that at all. One, one thing that you mentioned, Bobby, was family has held you back in the sense that it's held you back from opportunities. It hasn't allowed you to take certain opportunities because you, you wanted to stay back with your family or you felt obligated to, whichever it is. Mm -hmm. In that sense, your maybe personal development might not grow as much. However, your family relationships grow. Do you see it the other way around? As in like, is it still a roadblock? Is like this business thing, would it be a roadblock for your family if it was the other way around where you would choose going out to Silicon Valley instead of spending time with your family? Would your family relationships not be as strong as they would be if you chose to do the business route? Oh, oh, for sure. But I mean, you, you think about it that way, then it's like, are you you're sacrificing you, it's a it's a roadblock in a different sense, then I guess in the, in the other way around. But it's so uh, hard too because like, I'm not doing something that I truly want to do for myself. I'm not doing it for myself because of what my family wants for themselves. They want me to be around on Sundays because they selfishly, in a sense, want their son around. They want the family to stay close, but I'm not choosing to do my own thing because I want to make sure they're happy. So they're getting their own personal internal happiness. And I'm getting a little more frustrated by not doing it. So it's not because you want to be there. It's because they want you to be there. I mean, I love my family and I want to be there. But at yeah. the same time, like, I much rather be pursuing something else. The only thing that holds me back on some of these decisions are my family. That's the only logical thing. Like the only logical reason why I wouldn't just get up and move to Silicon for a year or two and work with the guys that I already know down there is because of family. Like that's the only reason. It would probably be better for the business. We'd probably grow faster. We'd probably raise more money. We'd have more people invested in the company. I'd be around people that were a whole lot smarter. Not that there aren't smart people here. It's just the culture in which I would be growing a business in. Yeah, it's just like I can think of a million different positives. Uh -huh. And the only negative is I'd be letting down the family. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I just want to clarify that it's not that you want to do, let's just use Silicon as an example. Yeah. You want yeah. to do Silicon more than you want to be with your family. Yeah, at this For moment. reasons. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think, honestly, this is really selfish, but like this quote is used all the time where there's entrepreneurs out there that legitimately want to build their companies more than they want to eat, they want to sleep. And there's that one where like, you have to want it as much as you want to breathe. That thing that gets me going. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. That. <laughs> yeah. At this very moment, that's how I feel. Like legitimately, I would like to sell everything I own, put it into every part of the business and give up my entire life to make it work. 
Like, and I know that's horrible because at the same time, like people can look at that and be like, you're a workaholic, you're a selfish a-hole. But I don't feel that way right now. I feel like this is my opportunity. I'm 25 years old. I want to pour everything into making this work. And I love the journey so freaking much that anyone that's kind of acting as a small hurdle or roadblock or interfering at all, I'm selfishly so narrow-minded right now where it's like, get out of here. Like you're interfering with what I'm trying to do. And I know there's big flaws to that. I do. But it's also at the same time, it's like I'm becoming self-aware enough of I know what I need. Like I know what I want. And so when I go over on Sunday, I know that's it's not a big sacrifice, obviously, but it's like I'm sacrificing that to be there with you. I think Joey brought up a good point, though. I think it's easy to look at it. I haven't really thought about it, but it's easy to look at it as like an if-then statement. So like you either go to Silicon Valley and you build that like part of you or you build your family. And like I don't think that's true. Um, maybe before I left, I would have thought that was true. But like I probably developed relationships more with people back in Minnesota in this like six months that I've been gone than I have like since I've been home because you realize like what matters, what people matter to you, like what it takes to like make things work. And like I'm closer to my family that like than ever because you value like holy shit, I miss them so much. You realize how much they mean to you. Same as your friends. Like seriously, you realize like what people you like that are really important to you, like what people you want to like develop relationships with. And then you put the work into that and it really helps you like think through that. So I think it's easy to look at it as like, oh, I either choose my career or I choose my family. And I don't think it has to be that way. Like, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I don't think my family's first choice was for me to move like as far away as I possibly could. But at the same time, I think it's like they were aware that it was something that it probably would, I would have been in the same boat as you. Like I would have been frustrated if I stayed back home and that probably would have hindered my relationships back home because I would have felt like people were, that I was making decisions not for myself, but for other people. And I'm not saying you're in that situation at all, Bobby. I'm just saying for, for me, when I think through it, I don't think it has to be like you either choose one or the other. Like, I think you can have both. Yeah. It's not ideal. And yeah, I wish I could be around my family every day, but like I've realized like what it takes to build those relationships and how much I value my family and my friends. And now I know like when I am back that you have to spend every minute and get the most out of every minute and every hour. Whereas before I could go like a week without even thinking about it because I'm just so used to it. Anytime I can see my family, I can see my friends because that's, I've always been within 10 minutes. And now when it's like, oh shit, I have to book a $500 flight every time I want to see somebody once every three months that changes like what you care about, how, well, how things are valued in my life at least. So that's one thing that I, I've, noticed since since being here i think joey's question would be a good transition just because we were just talking about really entrepreneurship and giving things up and i think your question was kind of unique and i don't know how you want to phrase it so how do you know when you've made it in quotes in entrepreneurship or in life and i'm speaking like you personally not just like how do you determine when you made it in general like just for you how do you determine when you've made it? And this can be financially, this can be family related, this can be entrepreneurial related, whatever it may be. Yeah, so I think for me, I think it's when you can see that you're making an impact on people in the sense that like people, hopefully from this, will actually listen to what we're saying and will apply that stuff in their life and maybe be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like everything you guys have said 
and Don is helping me out so much. People are quoting us or something or kind of spreading the word and making us more known. I think that is when I would start to see the impact that I'm making on others is that kind of stuff. And I think also money that like that would be nice. <laughs> well, that's not going to obviously be a thing that's hap- going to happen right away. But like, I think once you start to see that stuff kind of come into play, it's like, okay, we're actually doing something where you can get paid for this. And it's something that you do enjoy and like to do. And seeing money come out of that would be pretty cool. <laughs> so that's, that's basically it. I like that. I like, I, I kind of like how you started on impact. Um, I think that's a good way. I mean, you can quantify it in a lot of different ways. It doesn't have to be impact on people. It can be impact on whatever it is that, that you really care about. But I, I think that's a that's a really good one. I guess for me, I, and I don't have a good answer for this. I, I, I wish I did. This is this is such a good question because this is I think this is what everyone's searching for in life. Like, when do I know that I'm I made it? Like, when do I know that I'm there? And I don't know. I think it's different for everybody. I when I think about this, my favorite thing that I like to think about is if you guys ever heard Matthew McConaughey gave a speech when he was hosting, I don't know if it was the Oscars or Golden Globes or what it was, but he said that one of the people that he was always looking to was himself in 10 years. So I think we really get caught up in finding someone and attaching to, oh, I want to be this person. Or you see someone and say, God, I wish I had that life. What it's really about is being able to build the life that you want. Like you see, oh, I wish I could be so-and-so, this athlete or this person in, in industry or whoever it is, this great entrepreneur. And I think what people fail to realize is that we can do that for ourselves. But people people don't see that. People can't see out in the future and see, I could truly have this in five years. I could truly have this in 10 years if you put in the work. And I think people fail to see that. I think people can't visualize that. I think it's tough for people to plan out. So that's one thing that's always struck me is like, I think it's important to recognize accomplishments and have things along the way that you're trying to go for, but always have something else off in mind. I don't know if there'll ever be in time in my life when I think like, yes, this is it. I made it. And I could be totally wrong. I, I, I have no idea. I don't, I don't know what that looks like, but I hope that at every stage in my life, regardless of if I'm right now or when I'm 30 or when I'm 40 or when I'm 80, that I always am working to better myself five years down the road, 10 years down the road and working towards something. Cause I think when I stop working towards something, that's when I'm going to become very stagnant and not be fulfilled and not be happy in my life. Um, cause I think that's one of the things I think br- impact is one of those big things that I, I definitely resonate with Brandon. But for me, it's just being able to quantify what that is and always working to working to something down the road, whether that's in three years, whether that's in five years, whether that's in 10 years and seeing yourself in that position and then working towards it. And I know that's not a great answer and that doesn't answer it, but God, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, I, I don't know if there'll ever be a time when I just think, yeah, I made it and I could be totally wrong. Yeah. So mine is actually going to piggyback off of what you were just saying. It's, I'm going to go back to the whole journey thing. So this is going to be an old good for me kind of moment, but I feel like I've already made it like legit. If I actually sit down and think about it, I still remember maybe a year ago, Ashley looked at me and she's like, when are you going to feel like you made it? When will enough be enough? And I can officially answer that question and say, right now I have made it. Like if I did this for the rest of my life, the same grind, the same hustle every day, I would be happy for the rest of my life. Like I love the journey so freaking much right now 
that that's why I can say I made it because I personally don't really care if I technically make it in the sense where I make millions of dollars and everything else. Yeah, I hope it's a side effect because number one, I am going to have a family, so I need to provide for them. That's my job. But if I didn't have a family, it wouldn't even matter to me. Like I, I could do this whole thing for the next 80 years and not make a dime and I'd be pumped as long as I continue to grow things legitimately. So that doesn't mean I'm satisfied at all with current outcomes because I sat down because one of the things that we talked about a couple of podcasts ago, we were talking about like, what's the, the dream or whatever that none of us really know about. And I said a billion dollar company. And I thought about that. And I was like, uh, if I actually sat here for the next 30 years trying to make a billion dollar company, like who cares? And this is going to sound really cocky, but it's already going to happen. I feel super confident I'm going to make a billion dollar company. It sounds so stupid, but I, I guarantee it's going to do a billion in revenue at some point. It'll just happen. So Go what? Go Mahi? I don't know or if it'll be Go Mahi, if it'll be this, it'll be a combo of a lot of things. I have no idea. Real estate. But at some point I will look at it and be like, oh, over the lifespan, like we did a billion in revenue. Oh good. It wasn't that satisfying. But so I sat down and I was like, well, really, what do I care about? with that billion dollar company. And legit, Ashley and I have talked about it. By the time we die, we wanna pay for 10,000 chemotherapy treatments for children. And then we wanna create, and I've talked to you guys about this in the past, but create a new form of education and put a new school in place for 100,000 children in third world countries. So that's gonna take a lot of time because that's a lot of people. And I may never ever accomplish that ever. And I know that, like, I feel that in my gut that I might never be able to accomplish that. But I know that if I strive for that every day, I'm going to feel like I made it even if I even if I do it for one person every year. I'm gonna feel like, gosh, I made it like I'm so much closer to where I want to be. And so that journey of trying to accomplish that every day has made it so every day is just the best day of my life. Legit. So that's, yeah, I feel like I've made it in entrepreneurship. Well, our humble status just went from 10 to zero. <laughs> I know. I get that. When did it start at 10? Uh, before Bobby started talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, I don't think it does anyone any good for me to just pretend to not. I, I might as well put whatever my thoughts are out there. If, like, you, if you believe sure. it. If you believe it by all means, and I, I know you, and I know you do believe that, so yeah, so I, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna knock you for that. <laughs> so mine somewhat relates to piggybacks a little bit off Brady's, um, in the sense that I don't want to have a time where I think I've, where I think I've made it, just because that'll be a point where I feel like I might get stagnant with whatever it may be. But one thing I also want to think about is celebrating little stages in my life like yeah it's one thing to always keep driving and always keep pushing forward but if you're never satisfied like you're not going to enjoy anything so you need to take time throughout your life and throughout the journey to enjoy or else you're going to be miserable and i think a lot of people who are 
workaholics do that or don't do that. They, they just keep driving. They're never satisfied. And then like people around them are like, what, why are you doing this? Are you even ever happy with what you do? And so I think taking time throughout your life, throughout the journey, throughout whatever time period it may be to kind of split it up and enjoy the little, the little moments, little celebrations in life. And if I had to answer this question, cause that really wasn't a total answer, but if I had to answer a point in time where I think I've made it is when I have comfortably been able to decide that I have been able to provide for my family and I've sent my kids through schooling, whatever that may be. Maybe it's college, maybe it's not. Maybe it's me teaching them. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think after that point in time where I've set them up for success and allowed them to branch off and do what they want to do and seen them happy, that's when I've made it. That would put the biggest smile on my face is to see my children happy. And I think one thing that's really important with this and I, I think you just touched on it, and I think a lot of people have touched on it is that like this is going to be different for everyone. What I should say is there shouldn't be like an external this is when you've made it. Like this amount of money or this status or this house or like Bobby always talks about like having that really sexy lady, you know? He's always talking about that weird stuff. <laughs> what was that sexy lady? <laughs> but like I think so many people and especially now with social media and how visible everything is that there's this status that I need to be this I need to have this much money I need to go to college or have this certain job and I think it should never be like that I think this is going to be something that's different for everyone and whatever it is for you that says you made it whether it's growth or a certain milestone it's being okay with whatever that is to fulfill whatever that is for yourself whether it's becoming an artist or becoming a musician or you want to be a, a great accountant. It doesn't matter. An entrepreneur, a consultant, I don't know, an entrepreneur, an, a Bobby, if you want to be Bobby Mason. But seriously, like I, I just, I think if you don't fulfill whatever it is that's inside you, you're never going to get that it anyways, regardless of how much money or your status that you have. So I just want to make that like really, really, really clear. I think that's important. And I'd like to say, Joey, you brought up being satisfied with the little things. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I agree with you. I think that's so important, but I definitely also think it's important to, at the same time, never be satisfied with your overarching journey. I don't mean dissatisfied in the sense, don't beat yourself up over it constantly. Like that's, that's not the way to live life. Mm -hmm. But to finally sit down one day and be like, you know what? I contributed all I need to contribute to this world. Like I've done a good job. I think that's just bull crap. You always have more to contribute every day, whether whether it's in a big way or a small way. Like maybe you are retired, but don't don't retire and go sit on a couch and watch TV every day. Like even if you impact one person a day, make sure you're impact, impacting that one person a day. Even if it's your grandson or granddaughter, like make that effort, make that your new goal. But also like always have a goal that gets you up out of bed and makes you actually live life. Like, I think that's really important. I think you can still have both those things though, right? Like you can celebrate those little accomplishments yeah, just that you're time. growing the next one. I just, I think you can have both of those things. I think it's important to not be complacent and not be satisfied, but also like you got to enjoy the journey. Like you keep talking about the journey, like correct. God, if you don't enjoy that, like that shit's going to beat you down and you're just going to be miserable for sure. And, and like, like that, that doesn't mean you have to like 
have this like this big accomplishment every time like just celebrate the little things and like move on to your next goal but like i think it is important to like recognize like wow i've been able to impact five people or i've been able to impact 10 now let's see what it looks like when i do 20 or when i do this next thing and like you and i used to talk about when we would do nonprofit kind of things we would set up this great event and then we'd sit there and during the event we'd be like well what the hell why didn't i have 200 people working here today like what's wrong with me and we would just beat ourselves up over it over and over again and now i've become so like a hoorah way to go bobby that like i'm doing this live little vlog thing that i post on instagram before i leave work every night just to see what happens and i turn it into a podcast and I get like three people to watch me during the 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh, big Bob, three people. Let's go. Like you beast. You only had one person yesterday. But I'm so much happier now with that mindset where it's like only one person. One person was big. That was one person. Good job. Tomorrow, maybe you'll get two. I, no, I agree. You got to be your biggest supporter, you know? Yeah. For sure. I, like, I think mine kind of rolls off this. So I, I want to go next. Yeah. And my question is, we're talking about goals and, and what you want to get to and kind of that it factor of making it in life. And I'm curious where you currently stand if you're making the impact in the world that feels good to you. If you feel like you're making the impact that either you can be or you want to be making. Yeah, I do not. <laughs> um, I think I could be doing a lot more. Um, just, I mean, seeing stuff that other people do and, uh, I just think I could be doing, making a bigger impact at work. Yeah. Just putting myself out there more and, you know, trying to further my career faster than I think I could am going right now. And I think just another thing is, yeah, helping out more people, being in the community more, volunteering, donating, just doing things like that. Because it's stuff like that where I see people and I'm like, oh, I could do that. Oh, maybe I could do a better job. Maybe I could actually use some of my paycheck and donate it. And yeah, it's just stuff like that where I know that I could do a lot better than what I'm doing right now. Because right now I feel like I'm not doing anything. Well, I hope the our uh, listeners also view the video because this will be good stuff. <laughs> Impact-wise, yes, I feel like I'm making an impact a good impact on the world and what I'm doing right now. Uh, do I feel like I could be making more of an impact? A hundred percent. Yes. And I feel like coming from that answer, my own follow-up would be then why aren't you, you lazy piece of shit. And from there I would say I'm making steps to do so. And educating entrepreneurs is one of the steps that I'm working towards in order to make more of an impact and to make more of an impact on the world, make more of an impact on a single person, whoever it may be. And I think it's a good step. And this is a good example of me giving myself praise, <laughs> job, Joey, for uh, taking a step there and uh, making more of an impact. But yeah, I mean, there's always more that you can do. Never be satisfied, I feel like, in, in, that, in, in the sense of making an impact. Never be satisfied. Yeah. I think you guys might be shocked by my answer. I mean, because I have just been super <laughs> humble this podcast. I'm the greatest ever. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think if, if you would have asked me three months ago, I would have said no. 
I do not think I'm making a big enough impact on the world. At this current moment, I sure do, though. I Do I think, like Joey said, I have room for growth? Of course. Can I impact more people? Duh. But I feel really good about my current process, and I feel really good about my 24-hour output and how I try to affect, or how I do affect people on a daily. Joey, you were saying through educating entrepreneurs, you think that you're starting to touch more people or impact more people. That's kind of your goal. And something that has really given me a big pat on the back recently is number one, the podcasts that we're doing. Number two, I really dove into the old social media thing. Just the fact that one video a day happens to impact a couple of people. If any of them pick up what I'm trying to teach, like that's my ultimate goal because my ultimate goal in a sense is to teach people about how to become educated in entrepreneurship and how to learn differently. And I think every day that I'm able to do that through whether it's social media, through podcasts, through meetings, I'm doing my job. So there's going to be ways to scale it to a much greater group of people someday. But right now with what I'm doing, it's a long-term game. Every day gives me one day closer to where I want to be and impacting the amount of people I want to impact. But I know this is the journey I have to follow. And I'm committing to this journey for the long run. One thing I wanted to clarify with, with my answer, you mentioned the question being, am I making a big enough impact or am I making an impact? I When I answered yes, that was to, am I making an impact, not am I making a big enough impact? Okay. So yeah. yeah, and I think, I, I definitely didn't mean, uh, do you think you can be making a bigger impact? Because I think, at any time, the answer is yes. You know, I think that's like a really easy, like if you're helping 100,000 people, you can help 150,000. Like, I think you can always make a bigger impact. So I wasn't even, I wasn't trying to ask, um, can you make a bigger impact? Because I think everyone can, regardless of what position you're in, whether you're reaching 10 viewers or 10 million viewers. What I was wondering is like, if you feel like you are making the impact that you can make at this point in time, or you're you feel comfortable with that. You feel satisfied with that. You feel fulfilled with that. And I think every, everybody gave that answer. So that's that's what I was wondering. I just, I didn't want that to seem like, can you make a bigger impact? Because I think everybody can at any time. But I personally, I don't think that I am making enough of an impact. I love what we're doing here. And I think I agree with both of what everybody said that this is a long-term game. And I think we can impact people through here. I think through the a lot of the volunteer stuff that I'm doing, I think I can impact people through there but I still want a bigger means to give back. I just feel like I've been really blessed with everything that I've had throughout my life and not had that many compared to what other people go through. And just, you see the hardships that, that people have at various ages in life. I felt like my life has been very blessed and I've been very thankful. So I think I still have a lot, a lot more to give back and a lot more time, a lot more not service, but just helping other people, regardless of what that is, if that's helping them grow their their base of knowledge of entrepreneurship or, or life or helping people in the health realm with technologies or innovations or, or serving um, those populations, like what we were saying, nonprofits and things like that. But I definitely don't feel like I, I'm there right now. And uh, I have I have times when I, I have great experiences and think that I, I am doing a lot, but I, I still think I, I have a long way to go. Um, and I definitely don't feel fulfilled with how much I'm giving back right now because I feel like I've been I've been very blessed and I've gotten a lot through my life and I, I have a lot to give back. Brandon, you want to start with the, the wrap up for your week? Yeah, so my week 
I was working with Bobby. I had the week off of work, so I was uh, focusing a lot on educating entrepreneur stuff and developing a social media strategy. And I felt like we got ahead and everything that we've talked about with our plans moving forward with educating entrepreneurs that it's going to be good stuff coming for everyone. And I think I want to keep that movement going forward, just kind of keep that what I've been doing, that same energy moving forward, basically is what I'm trying to say. And focusing and not doing just dumb stuff like sleeping on my break at work and stuff like that. So I think just staying focused on what we're trying to do and accomplish the long-term goal of helping others out and whatever else it may be for people. I don't know. It's actually kind of hard for me to give a wrap-up this week because a lot of the stuff, I think, as a individual unit seems very superficial and dumb because they don't really all tie together in a sense that to create one big impact. But I do want to share with our listeners because it might be valuable for them. We at Educating Entrepreneurs, we went through a pretty major pivot without even testing anything. So I think this is this is important for our audience to understand. We're pivoting, but we're committing to our pivot long term. A big problem with startups are they will have a plan and then they'll come up with a better idea, change the plan, and then without testing anything, change the plan again. And they really don't have like a six month plan that they can follow and focus on to actually test to see if it works. So here at EE, we're making a big change. We're going to all make six month strategies that we can all follow. And hopefully it'll kind of change our output so we can give more quality content to all of you guys. So that's, that's a little personal plug for EE. But I also think it's really important for each of us to understand that we need to create strategies that we can follow. And I tried to apply that a lot to all of my businesses this week. And I think it's really a game changer, whether you're running a business or you're doing something at work, you should never be content with what you're doing and you shouldn't give up with what you're trying after week one. If you don't see the results that you want, like keep pushing for weeks at a time until you can actually prove that whatever you're doing isn't working. So that would really be my takeaway for this week because if I get down to the nitty gritty of things, our audience would just lose their mind. I would say for me, so for our audience, I work in the world of mergers and acquisitions right now. One thing we do is we help buyers um, with a quality of earnings and, and different things like that. And so one thing that was really interesting that happened I get beginning of this week early last or last week I don't know we had a very unique transaction and uh, which required quite a tailored report to um, come out of that and that's something that unique of a report I've never done before and so this really took me out of my comfort zone because when we usually do reports we have some type of outline of what we want to do this one really just like threw that out of the and I had, and we had to come up with a new outline. And so this made me really think out of the box. And uh, I think it'll really help me going forward because it'll bring these new ideas into the other transactions that I'm going to be working on. And uh, I think that was a big, big win for me last week. 
I got two big takeaways from this week. One of them Bobby just touched on. Um, it's going to be really exciting, but I would say going off of that and something that has been very apparent um, with me and with what we've talked about is when you're setting those deadlines, when you're setting those goals, having clarity and transparency, knowing exactly what to expect from yourself, knowing exactly letting people know what you expect of them and what they can expect of you and what's coming out of that each week and being very clear, being very open about that. I think that's that holds true in anything that you're doing in life, whether it's business, whether it's your own life, whether it's you just just taking on something, a new passion, um, being very clear with yourself, being very clear with others, and then having those those guidelines, those goals set out day by day, week by week. So you know where you're going, you know, other people know where you're going. And it's the easiest way to move forward. You don't have the confusion and all that stuff. It all comes down to communication and having that. That aside, um, the big thing that I'm, I'm working on is uh, being grateful for just the little things in life and thankful for everything pretty much. Um, what I was talking about earlier, I just, I've been really, feel like I've been really blessed and had a, had a good life so far. And there's a lot of people that, that don't have that opportunity, um, at a, even at a very young age. And so I've been working on being thankful and I've actually been writing down, and this is, sounds really stupid, but I call, I got it from someone else. I didn't get it for myself, but I have an awesome jar. And whenever I have something that I'm thankful for, like throughout the day, I just write on a little post-it note and slip it in there. And you quickly see how, how fast those things pile up. And even over a week, two week, three week span, you start to realize how many things that have gone right, even when you have that tough day and you think, holy shit, the whole world's against me, um, which happens to everybody. Um, but just taking the time to be grateful for the position that you're in and the people that you have surrounding you, the people that you have supporting you and everything that you have, if you have your health, if you have a clear mind and people that support you and people that care about you, I think so many people lose track of that and it's easy to lose track of. So I'm just trying to be more thankful, be more grateful for those things and build up my awesome jar. I like that. That's funny. <laughs> awesome jar. That's good stuff. <laughs> All right, everyone. That was the episode. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Enjoy the week. Get that awesome jar going. <laughs> see you guys.